Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and today I am joined by O-Face team members Christy hey. and Miss Jaxie over here. Hi. <laughs> Alright, so today uh, we are going to be doing a spotlight episode on two wrestlers at the same time, Paige and AJ Lee, aka the Freaks and Geeks. Um, now, the reason why I wanted to do both of them, because we did do a spotlight episode on AJ Lee like a year ago. Was it that long ago? It was something. It was like almost no, a year ago. But I kind of wanted to like you know, kind of now. go back to that <laughs> and talk about that again. But at the same time, I've been wanting to do a page spotlight. So I kind of feel like, you know, they both were in the same era. They both made a similar impact. So why not just do them both at the same time? So, yeah. So... Basically, um, both AJ Lee and Paige, they were they came from the same era. Um, the one thing is they started in two different places. Well, AJ Lee did technically start in NXT. I don't know if kind Paige of, was kind of. yeah, kind of, but basically, you know, at the you know, at the height of Paige's career was in NXT and at the same time, AJ Lee was on, you know, Raw and SmackDown making a huge impact. So um, I'm, I'm gonna start with you, Jackson. Like, what's your opinion on AJ Lee and Page and like the impact they made on the business? Um, I mean, for me, I think uh, I think both of them brought a uh, uh, very similar but also very different sort of. Um, I'm gonna say controversies, but I'll explain it. Uh, uh, towards like uh, that being sort of the era of diva wrestling rather than. Uh, uh, I'm guess a class as female wrestling that we do that we have now uh, because we didn't actually have the any of the SmackDown or Raw women's titles back then. It was just the Divas Championship. So um, I remember because I came into um, I got back into wrestling a little bit later than this. So I kind of went back to watch the female revolution happen, like the build up towards uh, the female Royal Rumble because that's where I that was my first uh, viewing of a lot of the fem current female wrestlers. Um, and, you know, I heard a lot of stuff about it being kind of driven um, really from Paige and AJ Lee. So I did go back uh, to watch it. And I've got to say, um, for me, uh, obviously, if we take into account the fact that I will forever be proud that I come from the same uh, country as Paige, she represents us and made it international. So very proud of her on that front. Um, but for me, her first debut um, was a debut that I've not seen on WWE in a while in terms of the impacts that she created from the audience that probably not most of them knew her the way that others might have from NXT. Um, and certainly, you know, for me, um, I'd only seen a brief amount of her from uh, before this. Uh, so when she came out, and I think it was was it her debut match against AJ Lee? Yeah, I think she had the debut match, and it was actually AJ Lee was very. Uh, uh, per, I think wasn't she a bit? Um, what's the oh, what's the word? Um, she's a bit forward and thought that she uh, could get one over on Paige and actually offered to put the Divas title on the line. Is that right? Am I right? That yeah, was her debut, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know what, I just remember, I can remember watching that episode still like it was yesterday because of the level of impact that it had. Because not only did you have this uh, this girl uh, come out 
from the UK. So it was definitely sort of, you know, something, bringing something new straight away with that accent. But straight away, showing uh, her the aggressiveness and the eagerness in the ring, you could tell she really wanted it and also was very shocked at, at actually successfully um, beating AJV. Um, but also she doesn't look like your average American girl. I think Christy might uh, hopefully agree with me on that. I mean, for, for me, with, with uh, I'm not from the US, obviously, so I would <laughs> From, from uh, being a UK girl, uh, for me, Paige is is someone who who represents uh, strength in the UK because uh, she has the strength and the confidence to be herself, dress herself, and appear as herself completely. And that's mm -hmm. kind of how a lot of UK girls do come across. There's a lot more sort of a uh, breaking out into just being who they are. And I think that was a, a real uh, Paige Turner for the WWE <laughs> audience and they think that they could they could be different. So yeah, I, I felt like Paige had a, a major impact in in terms of, you know, the audience watching and um, maybe opening up to maybe even a, a, a wider range because she had this sort of weirdness that other people probably couldn't relate to. Um, and I certainly love that about her. Um, you know, I think I remember one of our first interviews as well was about uh, her just never being able to shut up on, on the mic. Um, <laughs> I can relate, you know? Mm. So she, she was just so extremely relatable. And I think that's what really stood out. So what about you, Christy? Um, all right. So a lot of this, I've kind of already touched base on um, when we did our AJ Lee episode, but, you know, there's a lot of controversy on when or who started the women's revolution, I should say, in WWE. And again, I've kind of already touched base with this, but... You guys are going to know a lot more because of I, I'm not sure in terms of the timeline when AJ Lee sort of came into it. Mm -hmm. So please do me on this as well, please. Sure. So I started watching wrestling at a pretty young age. Um, I started watching it around five or six. And, you know, so I grew up with, uh, you know, the OGs, you know, Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, uh, Stacey Keith. I'm sorry, what was that? You kind of cut That's out a little one. bit. China. China. Oh, yep, China. And, you know, Back then, the way the women were looked at in wrestling is not how they were looked at now. You know, the women were hired in WWE solely, for the most part, based on their looks, you know. And, like, for example, Kelly Kelly, she was discovered out of a magazine. Um, same thing with the Bellas. They were hired on their looks um, because they were twins. So, you know, if you know the history of Paige and AJ and how much they fought to get to where they were, you know, it's a completely different story. Um, you know, AJ almost didn't even make it in WWE because, you know, they were telling her, you're not sexy enough, you're not pretty enough, and look at how far she got, and the same thing with Paige, and both of them, which is kind of, it was rare back then, but both of them had wrestling backgrounds. Not a lot of mm -hmm. women did, you know, like I mentioned, the Bellas didn't, um, Kelly Not Kelly to mention, didn't. it's not just even the fact 
wrestling backgrounds but they were actually good at it as well mm-hmm. yeah. um and, and i think you know you both could agree with me that like you could tell their drive their passion for wrestling for the business whenever they were in the ring really right and i mean and i'm not saying that the other women in that time didn't care about wrestling and they you know that they weren't good it was just i feel like the passion was a little bit different you know what i mean because like Paige has been wrestling literally since she was in the womb. (laughs) Her mom was pregnant, still wrestling and not knowing. Um, Paige was wrestling, you know, for a very long time as well. Um, And, you know, so they, so now you have these, I'm sorry. Sorry. Just say like, you know, kind of like back then um, in terms of what you were comparing it to, um, Mm -hmm. maybe kind of, more not looked on to be sort of um questioning authority so maybe you know like towards back when like you said with uh certainly around the trish strata stacy keebler era Mm -hmm. maybe it was sort of a a willingness to comply rather than question authority yeah and i mean again touching base on you know back how the women's wrestling used to be, you know, they, if you even want to call it women's wrestling, no offense to, you know, women's wrestling, but, you know, they were looked at as eye candy, you know, like, yes, you know, bra and panties matches, mud wrestling matches, you know, they were, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say they were looked at as a joke, but, you know, they were essentially just that eye candy, that's why they were hired to entertain the men, Um, and, you know, Sasha Banks has even stated in interviews that, you know, they, the women's matches used to be called the bathroom breaks, you know, that's, the women would come out, and, you know, most people would go yeah. and use the bathroom, and, you know, the matches were not, you know, not even two minutes long, they were very, very quick, um, so, you know, now you have these two women who obviously look a little bit different, um, you know, AJ was 100% natural, you know, no implants, no, blonde hair, no extensions, no fancy makeup, anything like that. Naturally. Mm-hmm. And then you have Paige, you know, she had the whole goth look going on. So that was, a, you know, diff- it was different, you know. And so I feel like just their looks yeah. alone kind of made that impact because again, you know, they weren't there to go out and say, hey, look at me. You know, they were there to wrestle. And so I feel like their looks alone just made an impact. Um, and then, you know, just with everything. And I think different was starting to stand out in that era. Yeah, they, they definitely stood out. Um, and I feel like that, so that's why I feel like they kind of started the revolution because, you know, they wanted more. They, you know, they didn't want to have two minute matches. They wanted full on, you know, they, they wanted to do more in women's wrestling. They didn't just want to go out there, prance, you know, show off their hair, do their thing and leave. You know what I mean? Um, I, I also kind of remember, you know, sort of like how daring both of them were in the ring. They would actually be a lot more daring than, than mm-hmm. compared to the other female wrestlers uh, back then, you know, not putting any of them down. Obviously, this is just highlighting AJ and Paige. But they really did uh, challenge a lot. And, you know, um, if you're anything like me, who's watched a few episodes of Total Divas here and there, mm-hmm. um, back when Paige was on it, you know, um, she would she would try new things out and then get scolded for it and things like that. And it is, mm-hmm. is, is those little bits of rebellions that 
ended up um, elevating her to, to a higher level because she wasn't looking to just conform. Yeah, and I remember the match where AJ Lee won the Divas Championship for the first time. Um, it was between her and Caitlin, and literally in the first, I think, like, maybe 15 to 30 seconds of the match, Caitlin, like, took AJ and threw her over the announce table. And, you know, again, like, mm -hmm. back then, you, you didn't really see things like that with the women, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, I mean... Yeah. I kind of just like really lost my train of thought, but that's kind of why I feel like they made an impact like from the start, just solely from their looks. Um, what about you? Oh, uh, kind of similar to what you both said, their looks really stood out. Um, because you know, the thing is I got back into wrestling in 2010 and like, as far as like you mentioned, like who really started the women's evolution, a lot of people give the credit to the four horsewomen. And I, I will say that they did make a very big impact in the beginning stages, but I feel like the foundation was laid by AJ and Paige, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of my friends that I know didn't, you know, they got back into wrestling because of, you know, the whole Four Horsewomen, you know, stuff that was going on, and they weren't around. Will you elaborate, coming from a different point of view, exactly. so I didn't come back, I, I actually stopped, uh, stopped watching wrestling probably when John Cena was really, really taking off, like really, really relevant, mm -hmm. you know? Um, uh, so definitely between the stages of 2012 and um, up, to, up until I heard about the first ever female Royal Rumble, and that's when, that was the first uh, pay-per-view that I watched and was being introduced to all these new wrestlers. So um, for me, I never even knew anything about the four horsewomen. So for me, I felt like uh, the women's revolution really did stare more coming from them but mainly because I didn't really find out more about the four horsewomen until after I'd already looked into AJ and Paige's uh, previous matches in the past so I feel like maybe they were a bit more talked about at the time in terms of maybe the ones instigating things mm -hmm. um, not necessarily always leading the revolution but definitely I think they they may have been the ones that actually instigated the idea for the women to actually all band together and do this revolution yeah um, see and, and that's the thing is a lot of people who weren't fans you know prior to all this evolution stuff they, they don't really know there's nothing wrong with that because it's just you just you know weren't there to witness it but yeah because i got back into wrestling in 2010 which mm -hmm. was you know the height of the the divas era and yeah it was nothing but you know you know models and all out there wrestling and stuff like that and um and I, and I, and I'm, you know, I won't take away any credit because yeah, a lot of these women did get hired based off of, you know, their looks, whether they had some kind of athletic background or not, but they did go through mm. the training. They did, you know, yeah, stick course. with it. And that's the one thing, because if you watch um, Fighting With My Family, Paige, she was far more superior than any of them women. She could not keep up with oh, them. They were doing all the, the running and the lifting and all that kind of stuff. So I will give, you know, the credit. They stuck with it. And there's women still to the movie you actually think why wasn't Paige on the main roster sooner it, it just makes you think like you know she had all that talent and they were sitting on it for so long but I, again I, I feel like WWE does this a lot with a lot of wrestlers they sit on talent um, and they wait until the fans actually are shouting it in their faces and spelling it out for them 
Well, with Paige, the one thing that a lot of people don't understand, and when she was in NXT, she was like 20 years old. Supposedly, mm-hmm. there's like an unwritten rule where they don't want anyone under 21 traveling with main roster. Obviously, because they're they're underage, they can you know drink alcohol, being with some uh, older wrestlers and stuff like that. I might be a little bit wrong in the timeline here, but wasn't when Paige was in NXT, wasn't she with uh, traveling with still with some of her family? So wouldn't she was uh, still would have been the family traveling no. with them? Even? No. So um, she came when she. So she, um, her and her brother had. Do they have? Do they have their tri- They they came to the U.S. for their tryout, right? I believe so. Yeah. So they they flew from oh, the I UK. Hmm? Sorry, I was getting confused in terms of like uh, when they came if they came together for the tryouts. Oh, it's okay. Um, sorry, you're kind of like cutting out a little bit. So, so it was like I didn't, I couldn't hear what you said. Um, no, so it wasn't. I'm, to my knowledge, it was just her and her brother. They came for the tryouts, and then she was the only one that had, you know, out of her and her brother, she was the only one that, you know, was essentially brought on to NXT. Yeah. So she moved from the UK to Orlando completely just by herself. She had no family, she had no friends, she knew nobody, she was completely, completely alone. I think I got that, yeah, I must have got so confused then. I thought when they went out for the tryouts that he, like, they moved out there. No, 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 I'm pretty sure, to my knowledge, her family still lives in the UK because her parents, they own like a wrestling, like a small, um, like wrestling school. Ignore me. (laughs) You're fine. So getting back to what I was basically saying though, like Paige, um, you know, so like I said, like as far as the other women, they did go through all the same training and all some of the women from the Divas era are still around. Not many of them, but you still see Natty. Natty was, you know, actually she was ahead of her time in the Divas era, I will say that. But like Naomi's still here. Um Tamina's yeah. still here. Um, but yeah, like Paige and AJ, like they both like you know, like, well, kind of going back to the Divas there, what I was saying, like, it was nothing but, like, models, and, you know, and it was the bathroom break. Their matches were very short. They, it was, like, maybe a minute long. <laughs> yeah, they weren't featured nowhere near as what they were today. It really, like I said, it started with Paige and AJ at the same time. AJ, it started with her on the main roster. It's, it's, she was a valet. She was really just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, hanging with Daniel Bryan or hanging with John Cena. That's or, when I got back into wrestling um, was when she was with – when AJ was with Daniel Bryan. And I remember watching her, like, you know, have a match here, have a match there. They were still very small matches. Um, you know, it wasn't – most of the time, I'm pretty sure, like, he was helping her win a little bit. Um, I I can't really remember everything, but, you know, she was getting slowly introduced to, you know, wrestling on Mm -hmm. the roster. She was, you know, she basically at first was a character Mm -hmm. and she got so over as a character that led to her becoming Divas champion. And guess what? She, her matches were being showcased. Her storylines, you know, WWE in the creative was actually putting a lot of effort into her Mm storylines, something we've never seen from women in the sense like the Trish Stratus and Lita days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fans were loving AJ Lee. Then going back to NXT, where Paige was making her big impact, 
this was before NXT was on. This is before the WWE Network, before NXT was really popular. I personally heard so much noise about Paige online on, on the internet. I started watching NXT. I subscribed to Hulu just so I could watch that. And her matches, I remember seeing her. And I was like, Jesus, you know, she is like 10 times better than anyone on the, you know, the main roster other than AJ. And I'm just like, oh my God, why isn't she on the main roster? Then I found out how young she was. I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, there's a maturity factor there. You know, you don't want a 20 year old traveling, you know, all around the world and potentially getting themselves in trouble in which she ended up still kind of doing <laughs> even after that happened. But yeah, like maturity is a big thing. Exactly, because like WWE, they're really big on their reputation and you know how their talents handle themselves, and it, it is something that you have to consider. But yeah, like, yeah, but then again, we also can't say that they've not like had a lot of controversy of it from the past. So sometimes, like you know, when it is uh, that they have hired someone um, new in, and if they are a little bit older or they have had experience in other places, you know, everyone has a past. So yeah. sometimes. It's something that that is easily avoidable you know but um you know the the one thing that uh ended up making me even um stand by page even more was how much um sort of uh i felt like she a lot of fans turned her their back on her as soon as they heard a lot of her past and 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 the controversy that came out around it um and I think I that was when I started truly getting passionately back into wrestling again um, because I was re-watching all of this past stuff with them anyway. But I was also getting very defensive because, yeah, okay, what Paige did in the past is silly, you know? But, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys explained Kim Kardashian to me and how she got famous. Yeah. How was that any, diff- how was that any different? <laughs> and yet she's still getting, like, you know, all this money and stuff. You know, um, so I'm like, I'm not trying to compare compare both storylines, but all I'm saying is everyone has a past. Yet for some reason, it felt to me like Paige was really like victimized and and, and um, sort of like kind of pinpointed out in this as if like she was at fault. <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of like she had a past. You know? Well, my um, thing with that is like everyone, you know does that kind of stuff you know i'm not gonna get in details but it's like not not you know it just doesn't always get recorded i do feel like that maybe they shouldn't have recorded and did all that kind of stuff but i don't, I don't to me a lot of wrestlers have done a lot of worse things than um but like for Pete, are like gonna, are, we, are we gonna are we gonna go and talk about seth rollins and how he cheated on his then girlfriend by sending like you know nudes to someone else you know mm-hmm. uh, then there was that like controversy about ricochet we still don't know what's going on about velveteen dream but when it comes to a woman if it's something to do with a woman then oh my god bury her you know we saw this in china yeah you know and the sad thing Uh, is i've seen a lot of women like turn their back on page too and because and that's the thing that upsets me and part of the reason why i really wanted to do a spotlight on page mm. is because she made such a big impact in the business and like no one gives her credit anymore. Like I've tweeted, you know, on Twitter about and calling her a legend. And people are like she's not a legend and all this kind of stuff. It's like people forget she was the first ever NXT Women's Champion. The mm. very first NXT Takeover, she was on it defending her title against Emma. She was the still to this day the only female ever to hold the NXT Women's Title and a main roster Women's Title at the same time. She, you know, two-time Divas champion. She ended, you know, AJ Lee's 295-day reign. 
And she was, like I said, she was good in the ring. Like she was at the time, she was 20 years old, better than all these other women. And that's obviously no knock on that. But her her in ring skills were just amazing. And it does mm-hmm. like her injury does suck because there were so many dream matches. Even before her career ended, in injury, she was out for like a year and a half shortly before that too. So she basically she had a very short career. This is what, when, when we're even pointing out all these little, there's small little achievements that like slowly build up. And when you actually, you know, discuss it and you, and you point it out, God forbid me saying this and having everyone hate on me, but it really does make you question uh, why the WWE thought to put uh, like the Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame before someone like Paige. And don't get me wrong. I, being a twin myself, I'm in love with the Bellas. I love the Bellas. I've got nothing against them. And I know that they've done a lot for for the women's division as well. But if we're talking about, you know, originators of the, the female revolution that actually put female wrestlers on on the mark, well, back on the market, we really should be giving more uh, credit to AJ and Paige. Now, you know, we, I, I doubt we'll ever get AJ in the Hall of Fame, unfortunately, even though she rightly so deserves I think we will. My 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 thing is like when it comes to the WWE Hall of Fame. What was that? Um, AJ, AJ, like she just doesn't want anything to do with WWE. So like it's not really like me thinking that it's WWE. I think they would want to try and get her on board, but I I think it's AJ. Like she, I I um watched a lot about her and like you know the way that she acts. She, you know, got married and CM Punk got his papers that day if anyone's going to yeah. be holding more of a grudge it's definitely going to be her holding that grudge especially now that you've got cm punk you know like discussing back on, on and being back on backstage you know i couldn't I, I don't know i just couldn't see aj ever coming back to the wwe if i'm truly honest no i mean so the whole thing with that um you know she i watch a lot of interviews like on youtube and stuff like that now WWE specifically, I I don't know, and I can't really comment on that for her. Um, but I mean, she gets asked all the time, you know, are you going to come back to the ring? Are you ever going to wrestle again? You know, she all the time. And her answer is always the same. And she stated, you know, I've learned to never say never. Um, and she, yeah, made, yeah she, and, I mean, she's made it clear. She doesn't have any plans to, but again, she's learned to never say never so it's you know it's not a no for her but she just doesn't have any plans for you know to ever wrestle again I really hope I you know get to see her wrestle again at this point it's been so long I don't know I I legit would would hands down I would cry I would seriously cry whatever pay-per-view oh my gosh Smackdown event she was going to be in America I would actually pay just to go and see her on an if she turned up on an NXT episode I would pay in that audience can you just imagine yeah can you just imagine like the next Royal Women's Royal Rumble or you know whenever not the next one but you know whenever and just waiting and just hearing her music play like how oh my gosh um, because I'm like, I'm, her, her theme music is on my saved songs list on my Spotify because you know, every, time, every time you hear it you just get excited and all happy and stuff so don't don't get me excited at the thought or prospect of her ever rumble 
love I'd love it um but I, f I feel like I, because of the way that you know um did you watch it on backstage when they uh I think it was like a sort of a Christian was speaking to me and said joked about oh would we ever get an interview with your wife on backstage and like CM Punk's face was like <laughs> I didn't see her in a million years so, so for me, I, I think I just took that more of a, yeah, she's never come, she's never going to want to come back to it. Yeah. But if she, does, if she does, I would absolutely love it. Love it completely. I think she will one day. I mean, if Bret Hart came back, I think anyone can. I mean, freaking, they screwed him like nowhere. And he punched Vic, Vince McMahon in the face that night. And, you know, he still was brought yeah. back. WWE, at the end of the day, they care about money more than the grudge. And AJ Lee coming back in any kind of capacity. is, is It's money. It's ratings. I think at the minimum, she'll come back for Hall of Fame. It sucks that she hasn't been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet. Um, I said yeah. this before. I feel like the the Hall of Fame is very political. It, it's it's not necessarily who deserves it more. It's it's you know whoever you know we like got, we got we got Mike Nelson and people in there. So it's definitely sort uh, as you said more political. Yeah. And when people bring it up, I I say it all the time. Like Doink the Clown is in WWE Hall of Fame, and The Rock isn't. You know The Rock. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's you know I think they're holding back for one last. Again, the, Rock, the Rock has been asked quite a few times to be in the Hall of Fame and he's turned it down every time because he what the rock thing well what Dwayne Johnson said was if I go into the Hall of Fame then the rock is retired like he there ain't no way he's coming back out of retirement so he's like I don't want to definitively say yes and go into the Hall of Fame yet and say that that's it like mm -hmm. I don't know if but, it's that, that, um, but at the same time you know it's wrestling. Plenty of wrestlers have gone into the Hall of Fame and wrestled. Kurt Angle, Goldberg. Um, yeah, you know, Ric Flair. You know, to be honest, I think if anything, I I think um, Dwayne's probably just too busy, and he's been using that as the excuse. Really, I mean, he's in, he's in like every other blockbuster movie coming out lately. So, oh, yeah, um, no, he needs yeah. to like, come back for that one last match and. Than do it yeah, all you know what? No, I, I I know you say one last match, but can I just have two last matches? Because I really would actually absolutely love a really big dream Samoan feud of having The Rock there with the Usos, there with Roman Reigns, there with Nia Jackson, Tamina, and just you know going against you know some sort of really bad evil faction or something <laughs> like that. Rollins's group. Yeah, like or maybe Zelina Vega. She can like you know. Or that faction, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know why I would just add, it's because of like obviously following them all on social media, they just all look so cool when they're all together. I would just actually mm -hmm. love seeing them all together in the ring. That so. would be really tight. I would, I would be down for that. See, to, to me, like the Hall of Fame, I feel like it's like <laughs> that as kind of like, like a retirement kind of celebration kind of thing. Um, to me, the Hall of Fame, when you get inducted to the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, it's WWE telling that specific superstar that, you know, you've made an impact, you know, in this company. You know what I mean? In, in my opinion, that's kind oh, of what it should be for. continue to make us an impact even if you're not in the ring anymore. Right, right. There you go. Um, and I, you know, this is a very controversial topic, but I do want to touch base on it because... I feel like all opinions should matter and should be out there because a little, you know, a little bit ago you had asked, you know, why are the Bellas being inducted into the Hall of Fame and not AJ, not Paige? 
And, you know, this is no disrespect to any of the Bella fans, Bella Army, yeah, anything I like that. Any disrespect either. Yeah. Um, it's really no disrespect to anybody, not even the Bellas themselves, but it's kind of like, you know, to me, it's kind of a slap in the face a little bit that they were inducted into the Hall of Fame before AJ, before Paige, before Mickey James, even. Anybody, even China. Even like, China. Yeah, even China. Like, China's only had, like, reference in being in DX when she did so much. She was the first mm -hmm. female intercontinental champion. I remember watching that match and actually turning around to my dad and saying, I want to be as strong as her and be up all the guys. You know, like, she made me want to be strong, you know? How can you say she's not had an impact? Because you, at the authority end, can't get over her past when we all have. Mm -hmm. She's done more good than what you give her credit on. And it's just, yeah, I just, it is really hard because it's no disrespect. I, again, like I said earlier, I feel like the Bellas have, done, have had major impact, um, not just on the wrestling stream, but even like sort of bringing... Uh, uh, live, uh, live um, commentary to their lives. I'm um, seeing in the days of the lives of the act uh, of the wrestlers, which has really been insightful and opened a lot of doorways for documentaries that we're now getting now, like the the Undertaker and stuff, which has been great. Um, so I'm not discondoning anything that they've done, but obviously being on the subject of what of today's uh, topic, mm -hmm. um, I honestly do still believe that both AJ and Paige impacted female wrestling um, a lot more mm -hmm. um, deserving um, to be in there already. Um, and, a lot of, and a lot of Bella fans, you know, they'll justify it and they'll say, well, because, you, you know, you list Paige's accomplishments, you know, you can list AJ Lee's accomplishments. And the Bella's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame is, is solely, in my opinion, based on popularity because they're popular. I feel like that's, other than I that. Like popularity and kind of star power as well in terms of, you know, Brie Bella is married to Daniel Bryan, which means mm -hmm. there's going to be always exposure about the fact that, you know, that lures in the men again from the Daniel Bryan aspect as well. So, mm -hmm. um, and obviously back when Nikki was dating John, they exploited uh, that quite a lot as well you know so mm -hmm. yeah I think it was all kind of about maybe the maybe the presence that they left more than the impact mm -hmm. um, and it's yeah and I mean and a lot of them a lot of you know Bella fans and other you know just people in general they'll look at it as well you know they did things outside of wrestling and you know yes they've started businesses they have their reality tv shows they you know, they have a lot of stuff going on, but what do they actually do in the ring? This is the WWE Hall of Fame. This isn't the Life Hall of Fame. This is WWE Hall of Fame. So explain to me what they did. And, you know, Nikki took the title from AJ and then she became the longest reigning Divas champion. But that title was handed to Nikki. It was handed to her when AJ worked her whole life for that title and fought and start you know starved herself and was poor and i don't even want to get into that anymore because i already touched base on that but you know i feel like she just really busted her ass for that title where it was just handed to nikki bella essentially um that's just kind of my opinion again no disrespect to bella fans or the bellas in general that's just my opinion at the end of the day what aj and Paige did 
it was something that no one else during that era could do. They actually stood up for the women. They they wanted like even they wanted more. They they weren't content like a lot of other women were with you know just being you know just going out there and doing whatever they tell them to do backstage. They wanted to make an impact. They wanted the women's division to grow. And AJ Lee was very vocal like when oh she when she tweeted "Give Divas a Chance." That trended and W and you yeah. noticed, and then all of a sudden WWE started booking the women, you know, better. Exactly. And, and and that impacted it so much to the point where it led to us being able to finally get the first ever female Royal Rumble, you know? And it's yeah. kind of like, if, if they weren't trending, just like how the, Bella, how the Bella fans, you know, do say they do a lot of work outside of the business. Well, you know, they could do work for the business that's not in the ring as well. And I just feel like maybe that impact has come more from Paige and AJ Lee, like you said, with the Give Divas a Chance. And, and you know, um, I feel that maybe uh, the Bellas could have probably had a few more years' wait before being inducted. Yeah. That, being yeah. said, um, <laughs> that being said, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, bash on them because I think I still love them both. Um, and, you know, I'm so excited to see both their babies. I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, when when we're talking about uh, wrestling talent, uh, you you've got to give it to AJ Lee and Paige for not only the impact, but the character, the type of characters that they brought, the type of characters that they impacted um, wrestling with, that allowed other female wrestlers that have now come up to actually explore different aspects of female wrestling that doesn't have to be diva esque or in diva code yeah because they opened up the door for other women because before because even ember moon's a perfect example she tried out for wwe and was turned down because she didn't have the diva look the impact that age and page aj and page left it opened up the door for other women who weren't perfect in the eyes of society or you know wwe backstage people you know, and now we're seeing all these different women, you know, in different characters. Um, Simone Johnson uh, get into it and things like that because, you know, she doesn't look like your typical average uh, uh, wrestler that would be a like, female wrestler either. Um, but she's got, also got such a unique look that I cannot wait to see what she's going to bring in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they paved the way to allow girls to actually feel like, wait, could I be myself and potentially try out for for something like this? You know, so many more opportunities to maybe a lot of girls who had low self-esteem as well. I mean, like, I'm guessing, Christy, you've definitely read AJ Lee's book. Heck yeah. Um, Yeah. He he bought the book and I read it before he even had a chance to. I bought the book to see my dad's cards. So that was like, you know, really kind of him. So grateful. He didn't even know. Um, but yeah, that to me stood out a lot because if I remember, I, I read through that book in it, I think it was about three days I read through it mm-hmm. and got to the end of it. And I actually said to myself, because if I'm one of four girls and I, I always thought of myself, always just myself, not that my family, but always pictured myself as a black sheep. And I read AJ's book. And it was the first time that I put the book down and I thought to myself, it's okay to be me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm actually okay being me because yeah. AJ just proved how it's okay to be her. 
you know and um yeah aj gave me that sort of inner strength and you know i was living back in bristol and stuff like that and then after reading her book six months later i got a job in london and you know i started impacting my own life you know mm -hmm. so um i feel like uh paige and aj have uh relatable qualities that maybe um a lot more um younger audience females probably could relate to and that that's probably what helped all the the audience in as well about them yeah because like the thing is like there are a lot of geeks out there i mean i i think we can all agree we all are geeks you know we're nerdy we are all that kind of stuff and they showed that hey you can be a geek you can be yourself you can be a nerd you can have black hair and you know pale skin and still you know, make it in WWE, because that was the thing, a lot of people for the longest time was like, oh, if you're not this model, you can't, you're never going to live your dream and be a WWE star. A lot of people forget about that, you know, and like I said, like, you don't really, you see fans on social media that are, you know, fans of them, but you don't see it like a lot of other wrestlers. Like, I see a lot of other wrestlers. Also, like, I, I, I'd like to actually point out as an example, I don't know if we can really use this as a, a definitive example without, um, you know, so I'm not going to say WWE definitely did this, but if if it wasn't for the likes of or, and looks of Paige um, debuting and coming out when she did and making her mark when she did, how would uh, you know the Riot Squad have been really welcomed? How how would exactly. they have been able to get into it? You know, um, Ruby Riot's look is so so controversially different. But as soon as I saw her, I was like, she's mischief. I love it. And yeah. I love that they were bringing in all these more um, in-depth characters that are actually more based on themselves. It was actually feeling like we were getting more re realism brought into the WWE. And I feel like um, you couldn't really say that uh, any of that could have happened without either of either diva. Exactly, because they were the first ones, you know, I mean, maybe there would have been someone after them, but there wasn't, it was them, they started it all. Taking a lot longer to have yeah. that revolution. Yeah, so. exactly, because it, it wasn't just because of the fact that they were just good in the ring, they were, you know, they were different, and they made it, you know, they made a lot of other people feel like, okay, it is okay to be yourself, it is, you know, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Paige even, I... I can't remember when it was, but she was out um, in the ring. I can't remember if she was cutting a promo, making a speech. She was talking. Um, and, you know, she even said that. She was like, you know, just be yourself. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to be. And that's how the whole, like, freaks and geeks, you know, thing kind of started. Um, you know, she was telling everybody, like, it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be weird. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be this model type to be successful and to be considered beautiful and, you know, and, you know, in, you've read AJ's book and in the book she was, you know, and still till this day, she's very vocal about how different she was even growing up, you know, even in school, she was always different because, you know, she was playing video games, playing with action figures and, you know, nobody else mm -hmm. that she knew was doing that. And she was fine. You know, she didn't care. She never once tried to fit in. She never once tried to be somebody who she wasn't. And Paige did the same thing too. You know, Paige was even bullied growing up with her look. And at one point when Paige was, I believe, in NXT, she even tried to change her look because she realized how out of place she was, you know, she dyed, well, tried, tried dyeing her hair blonde, 
and you know oh, to oh, fit oh. in and because all of the other girls that she had was at the performance center with were dancers, cheerleaders, models, whatever. And they were, you know, blind, you know, again, the model type. And so she even at one point tried fitting in, you can even look at embarrassing pictures <laughs> on Google, but she even I'm tried fitting in, dyeing her hair blonde. And at the end of the day, she was just like, no, like this isn't me. No, it's, it's not happening. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I, I don't care what anybody else says about the women's revolution. In my opinion, they both started it. Whoever finishes it, whoever took the ball and ran with it, whatever, I don't care. I think they're not going to take the ball and ran with it. I think they're not going to take the ball and ran with it. There were definitely a lot of other women that were, like, you know, in and out and involved with this revolution. It definitely couldn't have happened with, without the voices of the rest of the female roster. But if you if you want to give thanks to anyone uh for actually being able to to have elevated the female roster to where we are now i think you have to pay homage to both of them because they both brought something different as well as something similar in that of being out of place and that's what a lot of people in in the 21st century are now we're all out of place a lot of us go through identity crisis. A lot of us are going through, you know, a lot of different changes in and out of our life. And to see those changes actually happen in WWE and see them actually go around to accepting acceptance as well, um, it is a, it's a huge step. It's, when, when you go on the WWE network and you watch some of the Attitude Era, it, it's really hard to watch. And some of the best matches are in the Attitude Era days. But it's really hard to walk, you know? So it's, when you look at the timeline, um, you've just got to really give that homage and pay, pay thanks to both of them for actually allowing us to actually get, jump that extra mile and now look where we are. You know, we had so many females basically dominating Raw this week. Yep, and Paige and AJ started it all basically because even like when people talk about the Four Horsemen, who was in NXT first? making that impact for the women page so yeah she she was she was the first champion you know she was at the first takeover defending it you know she she laid you know the foundation for that title and you know which started then charlotte flair and sasha to ever like sort of cross over onto a brand and then instantly win a title straight away yeah and she made one of the biggest impacts too like no one knew NXT was nowhere near as the level as it is now. And the fact that she made that impact then really shows mm -hmm. really shows a lot because any other person that would have came up, you know, even like the Shield when the Shield came up, no one knew who they were. Mm -hmm. Everyone yeah. was just confused. <laughs> Same thing with um, I remember Emma came up. She didn't get really a reaction. Uh, who the Wyatt family? I think they may have gotten a reaction. I feel like they did just because of their the whole like creepy well, yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Paige, I mean, she did come up the role after Mania, which is your hardcore fan base, and you know probably does. But yeah. it's still, it, it, the, you know, just the the you know how the crowd reacted. It was just, it was just you know amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when she yeah. won that title, them, oh my god, they were all behind her straight away. And it's like you know she just had her first match. Everyone should be like, who's this newbie? But instead, it was no, she just won the title. Fair play, <laughs> exactly. You know, so. He commanded respect right from day one. 
you know, yep. and that's what you should consistently be getting. And uh, last, the last thing I'll touch on, which we won't touch on too much of, because I don't want to end on negativity because of, we're on a hype, is like, this is why <laughs> I got so angry about Triple H's remark and re-bringing things up about Paige again. I was like, why? What? There was no need for him to bring up that remark. And it's like, you wouldn't do that with one of your boys. But then when it comes to one of the females, you think it's okay to make a joke like that. You know, um, yeah. I think so, it was him trying to. It was Triple H yeah, trying to be his DX character, which is would have been okay to say in the '90s because that's just that was the mm-hmm. that era. And sometimes a lot of these older wrestlers, we're we're going we're we're progressing really well, but we just got to continue to do better. You know, oh, I agree. Just like like I was saying, like some of these older wrestlers, like Jerry Lawler is a perfect example. Sometimes they forget the era that they're in. They they kind of you know, are, you know, in they're stuck in their ways. Triple H is really good with being, you know, kind of, you know, modern, but sometimes, you know, it comes out and it's like, you know, it's, it's, I understand the backlash. I understand why people get upset, but then, you know, you do have to kind of remember the era they come from and some of the stuff they've done. But I, I do yeah, agree with you. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't really bringing up the sort of Triple H aspect to be that bashing on Triple H. It was more just re-bringing up the fact of, Pages past continuing to just be brought up for no reason. That there's no need for it. When when you look at how much of an impact, a positive impact she's had on on the wrestling ring, is there any need to bring up a past that no one else is caring about? Exactly. So I was trying to get background to that more or less. Not really bashing on Triple H, but just bashing on what him bringing up the past again. We don't need to. We don't need to keep looking at the past. Let's keep Move looking forward. at the future. That's what mm-hmm. the fighting for, and that's what we got. Yep. yep. I totally agree. Anything you wanted to touch bases on last before we uh, end this episode? I think I got it all out. Hey, she got it all out and some more. Uh, <laughs> and some, <laughs> more. some more. Yeah. Yeah, for me, yeah, like I said. I don't like you let us talk most, or maybe me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but like for me, like at the end of the day, I just feel like AJ and Paige, they laid the foundation. They. Like I said, like the four horsemen took the ball and ran with it, which at the end of the day opened up more, you know, more and more doors for other women. But AJ and Pace, they had, like I said, they had that passion. They they had that desire to want more for not just themselves, but the other women, which is something we also didn't see during that era. And that kind of stems from them growing up as fans and going through the indies and stuff like that. Because if you, at the end of the day, if you didn't come from the indies, you may not necessarily have that passion. Now, I will now, I've always kind of looked at, you know, wrestlers who didn't come from the indies as kind of like, I kind of looked down on them at first, but then there are other, like, I will say Bianca Belair, she takes this business so freaking seriously. So does Charlotte. I so mean, does Charlotte yeah. Flair, yeah. And the way that I look at it, because I've also mentioned this before, I don't want to say I look down on wrestlers that just come to the company without having a background, but to me, it's kind of like, would the New England Patriots hire a quarterback from off the street? No. What is it? The NFL, they bring people on their team from, you know, what what is it, college football? Yeah, yeah college football. They don't yeah, just like, pick somebody, you know, like randomly because, oh, you look good. You know, they pick somebody with experience. And I've kind of mm-hmm. always said that, like, that I prefer WWE to bring people in with background wrestling experience but then like you mentioned you look at charlotte you look at bianca 
Bianca Belair, who has no mm -hmm. wrestling experience, and look at how amazing they are. But then, no yeah, but offense, it is ultimately all down to whether or not we see that drive and that passion that whether or not they that we really want it because but, it's but like not even do. that it's you know it does kind of come from yourself as well for example eva marie she did try um you know she even went and had like personal training and Ryan it Kendrick. it just it just she couldn't she just couldn't do it yeah, it's some just, people it's just not for them yeah it's just not for yeah. them you know it's and it's again like back training. then like, they were bashing on a lot of the the scheduling that was yeah. happening back then. They were doing a lot of traveling i think back then so yeah there definitely is always different aspects to play at hand but it's like you know if we can't see that you guys are individually working for this for yourself why should we be happy with knowing you've just been handed it on a plate mm -hmm. you know exactly and, even though like you know i don't think that charlotte's a bad wrestler and it's not that i dislike charlotte but it's like i'm fed up of seeing her because i feel like we're just constantly spoon fed her you know and it and and to me as of late if we see charlotte in a match i don't expect whoever she's facing to win you know i expect them to definitely be jobbing to her yeah. um and so i don't know even know how they get out of that so it's just all about kind of um like it is all about the person as well as the creative like it has to work together as a team doesn't it you know exactly yeah mm -hmm. all right well so any any other things that we all have to add <laughs> no we're good we're good <laughs> we got our, our, our system now. <laughs> yes i feel relieved so um yeah i'm going to end this with uh, thanking you all for joining me today over here at oface wrestling thank you christy Thank you, Jax. Yeah, I definitely really wanted you a part of this because I know I originally was thinking about just a page solo spotlight. I was like, well, hey, Jaxie's from the UK. I'm sure she has some <laughs> kind of appreciation for Paige. I was like, that'd be fun to do with her. No, I'm really glad that you asked me um, to be part of this one because I um, was itching to kind of really get into talking about Paige and, uh, you know, what she accomplished and what I felt she had accomplished for us in the UK, so very, very proud of her. So thank you again for having me on your show, guys. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you again for joining us, and um, thank you all for listening uh, to our episode. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, um, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and thank you all for joining us today. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.